Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 102. 102. A baker's dozen. A b- How's it going, Chris? It's the name of the podcast. Yep. <laughs> baker's dozen. <laughs> Oh my god, exactly. why is Caps on? Nope, save it, that's how it's gonna All go. Right, that's how it's gotta go. Yep, save it. <laughs> How's it going, Chris? You know, the last podcast we recorded was also at 10.30 at night. Good. <laughs> With the 10.30 boys now. <laughs> no, no, that's my worst nightmare. It's a, it's a, oh god. Okay, so let's just get this out of the way right off the bat. Uh, we're recording this super, super early this week. Um, I'll leave it up to your imagination what day, but it is certainly not the day we would normally record. This is going to go up on Friday as per the new schedule. You would know this if you listen to our book club podcast. Ross, why don't you tell them about the book club? Mm, so each month we pick a video game related book and read it. And then on the first Sunday of each month, we talk about that book. We recently just recorded the episode for Halo Ghosts of Onyx and the book that we'll be recording a show for on the first Sunday of July is Bioshock Rapture by John Shirley, I believe. Uh, that sounds correct. Yeah. So uh, if you didn't know that, read that book. Neither of us have read it, so it'll be new for us as well. Uh, I already know one person who has confirmed to me that they will be reading the book. Oh, fantastic. So we will do a Q&A with that one person Good. after the podcast on, you know, on, on that day. Keep it tight. There we go. Toy yep. like a tiger. Yep. Um, yo, so, Ross, this is... The, it, it, we recorded not too long ago. No. But, no, like, for real, this is the first, like actual like weekly podcast you've been on since episode 99 yeah it's been like three weeks you know it's it's been crazy it's been you missed episode 100 and it broke my heart i know it broke my heart i know i was on vacation in sunny florida if it makes you feel any better i was dying in 100 degree weather yeah if you want to know how uh harry potter land is go listen to the book club podcast episode four yeah if you don't even care about the book i talk about that stuff at the end Fast forward. No, don't tell them when it is. Do whatever you want to do. Make it's them the listen beginning. to the whole thing. It happens it's in, the, in middle. the middle. It's weird. Yeah. I, I rearranged it. It's like a if puzzle. You, it's a choose your own adventure. If you take it's a like, minute and multiply it by four and then do the square root of the, the tangent proof. Of pi. So video games. Yeah, video games are uh, a thing that's happening right now, actually. Did you know, Ross, that hmm. there are always... I'm pretty sure this is not, uh, you know, this is not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not hearsay. What's, oh, God. Uh, you'll, you'll know what I mean. Like, you'll know the word I'm looking for. But there is a video game being played every, every second. Yeah. Yeah, an angel gets There's, its wings every second. There is, a, there is, at all times, a video game is being played. That is Some, very true. Sometime, somewhere, somehow, someone's playing a video game right now. It's true. It's I, if I cared for you less, Chris, I would be playing one right now during the podcast. I but absolutely I, would too. But, but I care for you. No, yeah, I. And thank I care you. for your editing time. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what? I appreciate that. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think I ever told you, but I was talking to somebody, and they were like, "I totally hear Ross pressing buttons on the podcast." I'm Yo, like, thank you. That's messed up. <laughs> no one ever said that. 
Yes, no. they did. And no one ever did that. I don't know. One hundred percent. We hear the buttons. Even that hurt it. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I talked to him once. He's like, "Oh yeah, he's playing games." <laughs> Yo, it's a video game podcast. I thought it made sense. No, it's the fact that you lied to me. Because <laughs> I always ask Russ, "Are you playing something?" No. Nah, man. <laughs> Why would you think that? <laughs> and it's like because I hear buttons. No, that's not. Nah, that's, man. that's it's Retta. She's playing the Switch. <laughs> she loves the Switch. There's a new She's dog a... game coming, I think, to Switch. It's like Pokemon Snap for dogs. No, I think it's coming to PC. But it's literally Pokemon Snap for dogs. Oh, good. So good. Allie That's... will love it. Yeah. She will, she'll, she will want to play it. I'm okay. Clear that virus off your laptop and she can go to town. God, I would need to do that so badly. Yeah, you do. Uh, we'll figure out a time. I'll come up there at some point. It'll be harder now, though, because I'm off Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And I'm not. Yeah, I know. Uh, up and up through uh, Labor Day, I'm off on Fridays at 3. We have summer hours on Fridays, so I get off a couple hours early, if that means anything. I could probably... I have a floating holiday right now because of Memorial Day, so I could probably take a Saturday off. Don't waste it on clearing the virus from my laptop. Don't waste that floating holiday. Yeah, no, I was going to drive up, clear the virus, and leave. I don't want to see you. Well, okay. Push understanding. <laughs> oh, also, I don't know if I told you, but um, with the summer here, uh-huh. the, the basement is now cooler, which is great. So we bought a new TV. Oh, g- good. <laughs> yeah. Did it, you, it, hold on, did you finally replace the LG I bought you? No, or that do you is still not, have that? Okay, I, th- I think that's the one downstairs now. So, Wait, so, so Wait. we got a new TV and put it upstairs. But you had the 4K TV. So the TV I had actually did HDR, but it was 1080p. Wait, so the did the one you bought like a year ago? Yeah, it was HDR 1080p. Yeah, how did you do that? Have you, haven't you learned how many years has it been? All right, don't, don't all right, questions? all right, okay. Yeah. What did you, you buy sh- now? I bought a 4K HDR TV. <laughs> it what was brand? Don't worry about it, brand. No, it was no, memori- now you have to tell me what brand. It was a Memorial Day sale. It was on sale for 300 What brand? TCL. Okay, that's fine. See, I'd never heard of it, so I thought it was probably bad. No, they're they're like they're actually one of the biggest TV manufacturers on the planet. Well, there we go. Um, the TV is yeah, very they, nice. They're, they're out of China, but like they make like Roku TVs and stuff. That's what I they're, have. Yeah, yeah, they're actually like decent. Like they're nice. totally like just decent TVs. They're kind of like Vizio, but China. Yeah. So I now have two 55 inch TVs, one in the basement and one in the living room. So. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Who would have thought in the last like five years you would have bought way more TVs than I would? Yeah, and the the funny part is this one was my wife's idea. She's uh-huh. like, w- I want to start actually using the downstairs space, but we need a TV there. And I'm like, so you put the 4K TV downstairs? No, 4K TVs upstairs. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Question. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, what are you using the TV upstairs for? Um, currently I have the. PlayStation 4 Pro hooked up to it. Okay, good. Um, wait, this... wait. Wait. I'm Are you waiting. playing games there regularly? Yes. Okay, fine. I'm just making sure that you're 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 using your 4K because like I was waiting for you to be like, "Oh, wait, hold on. Are you are you playing games or are you watching TV on it?" Both. Okay, good. Cuz like, if I, I found out you were just like 
I have a 4K TV and I'm watching just TV. <laughs> no, 4K Netflix, my dude. Um, Wait, do you pay for that? No, no, I don't. Because um, like, I don't know if that's even worth it. No, um, no, but I'm gonna move the uh, the Xbox One S downstairs. So if okay. we we have a Blu-ray player downstairs if we want to watch a movie. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's Man, my, that's that... my gaming adjacent Ross new TV. Yo, minute. I'm not I'm not telling you like to go out and buy an Xbox One X, but I'll tell you what the one thing I use more than anything on that X. Well, no, you know what? that's a lie. Hold on, rewind. It's really yeah. nice having the 4K Blu-ray on the. Uh, Xbox One X mm-hmm. because I can't wait to watch Avengers Endgame in 4K Blu-ray yeah. because Infinity War, yo, I had TJ over back when he was home and uh, we watched that on that TV and it was better than the theater. Nice. Hyperbole. That was the word I was trying to think of before. Oh, there you go. And I was going to say the same thing for this. I found the word. We did it. We did it. And the podcast now. And the podcast. This has been episode 102. <laughs> Chris did it. Oh, see, if we didn't already have a name, that could have been a good name. Last week was Don't Tell Ross. This week could have been Chris did it. Yep. Alas. Alas, here we are. Here we are. Man, video games. Mm-hmm. Ross, real quick. Yeah. Did you have the chance? I, I don't remember. I think we might have. I, I don't remember if we talked about this. I, I have not had a chance to play that hour-long game you said with the different endings i haven't had oh shit because originally we were, before i remember there was we had a concert on thursday i had like three more days okay can i talk about it yeah sure i, I want to talk about like man okay we're gonna talk about that and i'm pr- probably gonna spoil it that's it's fine i'm not so gonna play it i know you're not but you you're gonna regret it sure man it was incredible um yep. did you watch the death stranding thing uh, I did. Okay, how much of it did you understand? Uh, it's a very loaded question. <laughs> okay. Can't say for sure either way. Is it crazy that, like, not only do I have more questions than answers, but, like, is it is it not, like, crazy that that game is coming out this year? That's the craziest part of this whole thing. I think that might be, like, the weirdest part of the whole trailer is just, like, how did you make a game in three years, Kojima? Yeah, that's not... It's not like him. It's not what you do. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, it was... I mean, I think credit to probably Sony were probably like, hey, Kojima, focus. <laughs> Kojima-san, focus. And he's yeah. like, yes, yes. I'm okay. so sorry. Fine. I get it. I get it. Please, stop standing over my shoulder. <laughs> Kojima-san, please. I get it. <laughs> it's You're breathing on my neck. It's very distracting. I won't introduce you to Mads Mikkelsen if you don't back up now. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I'm backing up. Norman, keep him out. <laughs> I am. I have work to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't get. I don't get it. Like yeah. I, I read his description afterward of like what the game is, and it sounds interesting. But again, most of Kojima's stuff is interesting, if sometimes nonsensical. So. Yeah, but this could be maybe like the best of all of those things. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> this is the follow-up in gameplay terms to Metal Gear Solid Five, which was the best playing Metal Gear Solid game ever. Oh, it was so much fun. And then this is probably just the nuttiest game he's ever made. Yeah. Yeah, which says a lot. Because uh, it's him. Like, it's weird. Like, I almost don't want to play it because I don't want, like, this air of mystery to go away. 
Mm, you know, like, that. that's the thing that kind of, like, pushes me away almost. It's just, like, it's so much fun looking at Death Stranding and just being, like... It's like reading Chinese for me. I don't understand any Chinese, but it's like you put a book and you say, read this, and it's all in Chinese. And, like, just you have, like, pictures with it. Mandarin and it's or just Cantonese? Like, I, it doesn't matter. Okay. It, but then there's, like, these weird pictures, like, wait, what? And just, like, I'm reading through, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but it's probably really cool. And, like, that's how I feel about Death Stranding. That could be Kojima, like, productions, like, tagline it's really cool but i don't understand it reading a comic book in a different language yeah 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 yeah. you know i can tell that things are really cool that are happening but i have no clue what's going on yeah well going off death stranding do you want to hop into news first this time or do you want to jump into games oh you were were going to talk about mixed miss wait no if you want to get spicy i mean (laughs) you could get spicy i'm uncomfortable (laughs) I don't you wanna... like this new direction. <laughs> Russ, there's only one direction. Missed Messages. Uh, it dropped on Steam, I think, May 20th? Um, I'm sorry, I just loaded up Steam to like try and find the date, and I found a game that looks just like uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, but like maybe like cooperative? But it mm. has that kind of like art style to it. Did the, the word? Did they steal any assets? Unruly here. Oh God! Could you imagine? That game wasn't even like okay. So the all reviews are mostly positive. Oh, that's came out this year, but now it's all mixed. Why are you recommending this to me now when it's got a forty? What? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Sony and your Kojima focus. Focus, all right, Chris. All right, all right. Um, I'm genuinely trying to find this thing. Hold on, store page. Uh, when did it come out? May 20th, okay? So this game, Missed Messages, okay? I want to explain to you the the, the, the series of events in my first playthrough. I, I beat this game. There's four different endings. I beat it in 54 minutes. Um, it's a free game. You just download it on Steam. You load it up, and you're playing as this girl. Um, you know, you see, like, things like the pride flag in the corner. You can click on it, and she's just like, I'm the big gay. You know, or like, you know, so she's like open, uh, like, very, like, open and proud about her sexuality and stuff, which is, like, you know, for a a game set in college, like, that's, like, a refreshing thing, because I feel like a lot of times characters are, like, they're they're wishy-washy sometimes in video games, uh, so it was good to have a character that's just kind of, like, brazenly, like, I'm out there, whatever, um, and so there's all this stuff, you're doing this work, and you get a message from this girl, goth girlfriend, and it's on a Mac, and they send you a message, they send you a meme, you can send a meme back, and you start talking and flirting, and they're like, hey, let's meet up, and it's like, cool, let's do that, I don't want to do my homework anyway, you know, just like real life, um, and as you're leaving, you see your roommate in the next door, and she comes out, and she's like, oh, hey, you know, you're leaving? And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going out to, to hang out with somebody. And she's like, okay, well, you know, before you go, uh, it's your birthday. So she sings you happy birthday. And she's like, you know, I really appreciate you as a friend. And your character's like, yeah, you know, I'm really glad we're friends. You go up to the roof. You, you flirt with this girl. Nothing really happened the first time I played through. Uh, I came back and on my roommate's door was a note. And I t- my character's phone was off, and she checked her phone, and I had two texts from my roommate. I'm scared, and it's not your fault, effectively. 
And I go back and there's a note and it just says, call the police. They'll know what to do. Don't come in. And I go in and you can probably imagine what happened. And all of a sudden, I'm just like, holy shit. This game just went places. And then it became this thing of like, oh my god, you start over and it's like, I have to save this girl. And then the game is just totally different. It it went from this like first playthrough where it's like, oh, I'm flirting with this girl and I'm distracted and I'm like, I'm doing these things and I missed all of the signs. And then I play it again and I'm carefully looking and observing and I'm like, and then I'm like, oh my God, like at one point, like she leaves, you know, you hear like mumbling on the side, like a phone call where she's getting yelled at by her parents and stuff like that. And like, you can, it's just like, it's, it's essentially a game about, you know, suicide prevention. And it's just like the way they tell it is just like, it's just so easy to miss the signs and like. It was, like, a really, like, cool, like, perspective on it of just, like... And I don't say cool, like... You you know what I mean when I say cool. But it was just, like... It, like, it really hit home with me. Where it was, like... It's so easy to just get distracted and not realize that, you know... This person, just you know, they hadn't been around in a while. There were comments, like, when you click her door, it's like, Oh, we haven't hung out in a while. You know, she's been very distant. She used to keep the door open. Now it's always closed. You know? So all the signs were there. And, you know, all it took was for me to eventually, like, just take notice. And it's like, you know, because it's a video game, we get a second chance. And, you know, you get as many chances as you need to to get the ending you want. But it's like, it's crazy. Like, that game really, like, hit home. Like, it was... Yeah, it, that, it was something else. What you're describing kind of reminds me a little bit of... In uh, Season 1 of Life is Strange with um Kate. Yeah! Who... It, where the first time you go through, you're kind of, you might be in a rush and you're just trying to talk to her and you give her the wrong answers. But next time you go through, her. you take your time and you, you like look through some of the stuff in her room and you get all the signs and you. I you lucked know exactly out that I saw the thing about her dad the first yeah. time I played that. I found that yeah. and I was able to talk her off the roof. I was like, what about mm-hmm. your dad? And she was like, you're right, my dad. Yeah. I was like, so yes, it, I am right. So that sounds cool. Yeah, nice. it was like it like it's totally worth it. Like you it, it's under an hour to get all four endings. It's just kind of like a choose your own adventure type, you know, you just kind of pick answers and like eventually like when you talk to her, you can talk about stuff and your character's just like, "Oh, hey, you know, are you okay? You know, hey, I'm here for you." Like in 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 the air quotes perfect ending, my character like went around with her to help her find like a doctor she liked and then they were able to help her. And now she's okay. The worst ending. Oh my god, there was one ending I got where I did, like, just enough to, like, kind of, like, make her feel better. But I didn't go the extra mile. And so, like, the character, like, leaves the next day because, like, this is, like, too much for her. And then she, like, texts her, like, two years later and she's like, I don't even know if she's alive anymore. And I was just like, no... And that was, like, the last ending I got. And I was like, no, come on. That's the worst. <laughs> like, that's not the worst one. But, you know, it's just, like, it's the not knowing, you know? Right, right. Man, like, that game, like that was an hour. But it was, like, it felt like forever. Like, I was I getting stressed. in your top ten games. Dude, I was getting stressed. Like, and, and it's got a really good, like, look to it. It's got, like, a really, like, rich, like, watercolor paint type look to it. Uh, it it's, it like... 
I recommend it. Like the the I I don't think I could say enough to really take away the impact of that game. Uh, I would recommend it to anybody to to you know go through and you know if nothing else, it, it serves as an educational piece of like hey you know what this is stuff that real people are going through, and you know if nothing else it, it can maybe kind of flip that switch in your mind and suddenly you're more conscious of it happening around you. You know, or, you know, if you're going through a similar situation, maybe you play this and it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe I have a friend that I was close to that maybe I can reach out to and say, hey, can I talk to you about some things? You know, so it's it's a damn special game. Nice. Just a quick little Hidden thing. Gem. But yeah, and, it, and it's free. And I, I, I understand why, you know, because mm. that's a game that everybody should probably play. Mm-hmm. Nice. I you you mentioned that thing, so I just had to add mis- messages to our game of the year list. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, do you want me to just go through what I've been playing first, and then uh, we'll go to you, or do you want to like kind of go back and forth? It's up to you. Uh, we can go back and forth. All right, hit um, me with something. So, I recently purchased the Bayonetta and Bayonetta Two pack for switch um and have am about a about a quarter of the way through the first game man those are some fun games those are some oh, weird yeah. wild games um, bayonetta is fantastic i think the I went, sequel is better than the original yeah but the original I, like, is excellent still like i went into it um i went into it expecting just really awesome gameplay not thinking how funny the game would be Bayonetta is just a delightful character because she knows exactly what she is. Like mm. she under like Bayonetta is almost like a fourth wall breaking character because it's like she knows exactly how like provocative she is, mm-hmm. and she just plays it off so well. Is yeah. like she she Bayonetta as like a a a sex icon character is so well written that like I think she's great mm-hmm. for for whatever that's worth from my perspective. You know, I'm probably the target demographic of a Bayonetta, but like there is a right and a wrong way to do that, you know, and I I think Bayonetta is a very just strong character in general. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, I like Rodan a lot. Yeah. Um, He's great. I I like this. I can't remember his name. The little little weasel guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, He's great. It's like Enzo or something. Yes. Enzo. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get home to my kids. (laughs) (laughs) The wife is gonna kill me if you don't first. (laughs) He's great. So yeah, I I think I think. Oh, and then uh, uh, you know her her Cheshire, he's really good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think in the first game, I think there are sixteen missions, and I think I just finished the fourth one. Um, I'm taking it pretty leisurely. It's a long game. Like it can be. It can be a long Uh, game. It won't be as long for me because, as I've said many times before, I don't play games for the challenge. So I don't have it on the normal difficulty setting. Oh, nothing wrong with that. I have it on the one below that, and I've been having tons of fun. I think it's Um, probably more fun that way. I think Bayonetta is a game kind of like, you know, almost like a Doom or a Wolfenstein. We're just turn it down and have a good time, you know? So so that's what I'm doing. Um, So, yeah, it's... I've slowed on it a little bit, not of any fault of the game itself, but a couple other things I've been playing have been taking over my time. But, but yeah, I highly recommend if you haven't, um, pick up Bayonetta, Bayonetta Two for Switch. Bayonetta it's Three, it's coming yeah. soon. 
Yep, I on Switch wait. exclusively. I can't wait. I cannot yeah. wait. It's, I need to beat both of the first games before that comes yeah. out. So hopefully at E3 we'll get an announcement and then I'll have a time frame. Yo, if they don't announce... If they don't announce the Metroid Prime trilogy at E3, yeah, then it's then it's never coming out. Nope. Same with Advance Wars. Yo, Advance Wars I want Advance coming. Wars to be the showstopper. I want it to be, but there's one more thing, and then just like so I can lose my dude, dude. I've gotten everything else. Okay, I've gotten everything else. I got a Bayonetta That's three. True. I got That's Metroid true. Prime four. I got Medieval. I got Final Fantasy seven remake. Yeah. Advance Wars is it. That's all that's left. Don't be greedy. No. I if I don't wish it, then it doesn't happen. <laughs> if, if you get Advance Wars, you know of all of your wishes, that's a baker's dozen. Okay. That's too much. No. It's perfect. It's too much. What's Sometimes what's we next? need a little too much in our lives. Oh, God. What's the next game? Uh, I'm going to save this next one for you. So I, I'm going to kind of yeah. talk about these two pretty quickly. Uh, we talked about it a little bit at the tail end of the book club because we talked a little video game in that. Um, I've been playing more Wargroove. Uh, I've been doing a couple more missions in that. St- uh, still kind of just... Something about that game I don't like. It, it's Is it because it's not Advance Wars? No. it's it's the It's the ways it's different from Advance Wars. So, like, okay, perspective. So, this mission I started today. So, Advance Wars and Wargroove do two very similar things because they assume that the human player is, you know, more intelligent than the AI. They put the human player at a small disadvantage. So, the enemy starts with a bunch more structures and things like that. They can build more units, and then they get the advantage of they have this territory where they can build flying units that I can't even get to. So, it's like, whatever. I can deal with those fine, but it's just like... The way the game plays and the way, like, these critical attacks work and the way some of these counters work. And, like, so I got a unit today that can heal. That can heal other units. But it costs 300 gold to heal. Hmm. Two points. 20% of health costs 300 gold for a unit ability. Explain how that makes sense. Let's get good. It's a spell. Yeah. What am I greasing his palm? Hey, dude, here. You mind just tossing me a little heal? I got you. It's showing that magic is for heathens. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's a dumb mechanic. Like, I trying to be nice about Wargroove, that might have been, like, kind of the breaking point for me, where it's like, I got this unit that's supposed to heal, and it costs money. Mm-hmm. To use a magic ability in a fantasy so you, strategy game. So you done with the game? I don't know. I I I don't know. Like I don't <laughs> want to be done because like around the edge there's a good game, but it's like the way this game works with its counters and things like that. Like every unit, just like if you don't attack for like take advance wars again, okay? You could be in a situation where you have uh you know like. T- or even perfect in Wargroove, okay? So every unit, if you attack first, you can just do catastrophic damage to another unit. But the thing is, like, take the AI, for example. The AI doesn't repair their units. So the AI will have a dozen units, and half of them will have, like, one or two HP. 
But they'll position their units in such a way that you have to waste attacks on the one or two health units. Or they'll just, like, throw them away awkwardly. But, like, it's just this weird thing where, like, the AI doesn't seem very intelligent until it wants to annoy you. Like, it, the AI just constantly, it's not trying to win, it's trying to force a stalemate half the time. So, like, the, it, you, everybody just kind of reaches the middle of the map, and then everybody fights in the middle of the map until, like, one side gets an advantage. And, like, every time, you know, like, oh, I get their hero down to two health. Well, then they get to run their hero away, you know, they'll heal over time, and then, like, they get to position their units in just such a way that, like, I never have a chance. I, like, I feel like I never have a chance to kill their hero. Their hero is always just one step out of reach. But they have, like, there's just two, like, one-tile bridges to get across to their base. So they just clog it. They just start clogging the pipes. And so, like, I'm just, like, fighting, and then they put an archer behind it. And then I gotta back up my units, or this archer is just gonna stand there, and if an archer doesn't move the same turn it attacks, it does critical damage. So an archer can one-shot a bunch of my units now. So they're just sitting at the other end of the bridge behind all the stupid clogs, you know, just one-shotting my knights that are taking, like, two damage because they're trying to fight their way through. So I'm throwing 200 or, you know, 600 gold units at it per turn, and then he's just sitting back there firing arrows. And then the air units come around. And it's like, I'm just constantly fighting to stay alive. But the AI isn't doing anything to win, you know what I mean? And then I use my buildings to heal. It takes the health from the buildings. The AI, you know, neutralizes the building. I have to waste a turn to take the building back to improve my income. Then they just destroy it again. And so it's like you're just this back and forth. And you have to use a unit's turn to capture the building. So that's one unit that's just standing there exclusively to capture this building every turn. And like... Yeah. I need the Sounds building annoying. because I need to fix my units. And that still costs money and health from the building. It's just like, th this game has so many mechanics that it's like, it's too much. It really just feels like it's too much. And, mm -hmm. and it's not like, it's not like the game is complicated. It, it's, it, it's easy enough to pick up. Like, I feel like most people could pick up this game and play it. But it's like, it just feels like it has mechanics for the sake of mechanics. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's just not good. Hmm. And I want to like the game. Like, dude, like, this character comes up, and she's just like, ah, I found you. And she's just, like, jumping up and down angry. And she's like, I'm gonna get you. And, like, you start destroying her units in the day. And she's like, stop doing that! You know, and, like, there's a, there's a charming element to these characters. And, like, I want to see where that goes. Because I like these characters. Like, even the bad guys are, like, cool in their own way. Um, but just, like, the act of playing the game, it just feels like I'm sitting in the middle of the map for 20 minutes, and then I eventually just win. Because they, they, eventually they just stop building units. That's not really what happens, but that's what it feels like. It just feels like one turn, they just don't do anything, and then I overwhelm them. But it, it's It's crazy. And I don't like it, but, like, man, this is, like, this is the Sekiro on Switch for me. Like, it's just a game, but, like, at least I went back to Wargroove. It's true. God. 
I just like I don't know why 2019 has to have these games where it's like oh Sekiro I I really like from software like Dark Souls type games let me play this game don't like it oh hey I loved Advance Wars this game looks like Advance Wars but fantasy don't like it and it's, it's a good year man and it just it makes me just want an Advance Wars game because Advance Wars was simple and it didn't require mechanics to you know Advance Wars didn't rest on mechanics to make you think about the game. It was just a matter of strategy. It was just a matter of, hey, do I build two smaller units or one bigger unit? You know, what's the situation? And then it was just about, like, you know, it was baiting the AI into things and things like that. And it's like, you could do the things in Wargroove, but, like, sometimes you you think you're baiting the AI into doing something. And then all of a sudden, this other character can jump over a mountain and almost kills half your units. And the building nearby. And it's like, you know, or sometimes they don't do exactly what you thought they were going to do. They send in another unit that happens to get a counter trigger. So, like, every time you position your units, you have to not only look, okay, am I in a position to get a counter, or am I in a position to be countered? So, it's just your... It's just, like, every situation is just, like, two seconds away from being a disaster. Yeah, you're getting real deep into this. Dude, like, in one turn, you could lose your whole army. If the turn, if the dominoes go the wrong way, it's just, man, it's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to just like rant about the game, but you got me going now and I'm like, mm. oh man, Wargroove is frustrating. Uh, so I've heard. Project Nimbus is the other game I've been playing on Switch though. That's fun. I play a couple of missions of that like every morning. Um. It's just a little, like, you know, anime-inspired mech action game. I'm kind of bouncing between, like, these factions right now. Post-apocalyptic Earth. Floating cities. And, you know, one of them, I'm, like, the crazy futuristic mech. And I've got, like, a young girl who's, like, a... Like, merged with technology thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's fun. I like it. Yeah, it's enough. it's It's the perfect, like... It's the perfect game to satiate you until Damon X Machina comes out. Because it's like that kind of game. Maybe a little faster. But it's that kind of game. Just like fly around in the air as a mech. And it's all in the air. Everything is flying in that game. There's no ground. There is ground, but you don't walk on the ground. Gotcha. You just fly. Everything is flying. It's fun. I think it's 20 bucks. It's a complete edition. Comes with all the DLC. It has voice acting and things like that. Uh, Man, there was like one part where they were talking and instead of saying yesterday they said like oh god I don't even remember what they said but they said like oh god I can't remember but they said like the word yesterday in the most convoluted way possible like using other words oh god Hmm. like it it, it it sounded broken English. It, like, it mm. was the one line that was being read in English, but it was clearly poorly translated. And it was hilarious. Huh. I thought it was really funny. It was the only one so far, for the record. It was the only time so far that it happened. But, like, listening to that bit of dialogue, I had to, like, go back and watch it again. Because I was like, wait, did that just happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, you talk about a bunch of games, because I'm probably going to spend some time on my last one. 
Okie dokie. Um, let's see. So, while I was on vacation, didn't stop me from playing games. Um, he played more games on vacation than off vacation. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, there were four of us on the vacation. After we were done at the park, at, at night we came back. We just played games. Um, and the one game that um, the wives loved... Super Mario Party. Mm. Boy, were Zane and I ready to be done after the first game. But, found a good compromise. There's a mini game where you, uh, it's called like River Adventure, where all four of you are paddling this boat down this, like a river. And, uh, do you ever play Outrun? Yes. You know how once you get to the end, it has branching paths and you can pick which way you go? Yes. So, River Adventure has that same thing. Okay. So, you can, you can pick different paths, um, and you'll encounter different things, uh, different obstacles, uh, different ways to get more time, because time's constantly running down. Um, and you have to hit balloons to start minigames, and you start the minigame, you beat the minigame, you get more time. All of the minigames are cooperative, um, and the game doesn't take nearly as long as a regular game of Mario Party. So, it was a really good compromise because it was way more fun playing that mode than the actual mode um so yeah put a, a fair amount of time into that um reigns game of thrones um so reigns is a mobile game series um, i am I'm actually just, familiar with this series yeah yeah so basically it's um, medieval tinder yeah yeah so <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a like a pick your own adventure, uh, choose your own adventure. You have, I'm specifically playing the Game of Thrones licensed one. So uh, across the top, you have four different meters: um, military, religion, uh, like the public, and um, like uh, bank or economy. And you constantly have advisors and characters coming up to you, asking you questions, um, and then you can either. Uh, swipe left or right and each direction has a different response so it's like a pick which dialogue option you want uh and most of them will affect these meters in some way or another um so uh can i on the western yeah go ahead. i was gonna say can i how crazy do they get because i know in the base game like i saw somebody talking to a dog and the dog eventually became the devil and like they were working for the devil so, nothing that crazy? Because that was awesome. I have to say, that was awesome when I saw that. And that made me almost yeah. buy the game right there. I feel like that would be slightly out of continuity of Game of Thrones. But canonicity. Okay. Uh, well, then, um, let me just say this. If you like yeah. this one, you should play the original. Because, like, it goes fucking nuts. Yeah, so... It's hilarious. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, if, like, there's a war on the Western Front... Uh, you can send soldiers out there, but that'll cost that, and that'll increase your like military might and reputation. Um, but it'll also reduce the amount of capital you have in your bank because you're having to spend money to send the soldiers out. So there's all these decisions. You can't let any meter fill up all the way, or you lose, and you can't let any meter fall all the way, or you lose, with some exceptions. Um, there's like sixty different endings. There's nine different characters you can unlock. 
Um, each of them have like you have your general kind of similar situations that all characters have, but they also have like character specific uh, storylines as well. Um, it's fun. I actually, um, you know, who put the most time into that? Who? When we were there, Megan. Really? Okay. No, she just you know sat, what? Sat there and played it. I bet. Wait, wait, was she playing it on the Switch or? She was. Okay. Yeah. And then she liked it so much she bought it on her phone. Okay. And Zane liked it so much he bought it on a Switch. And then they just kept playing it. Um, I might buy it on Steam. I'm gonna add it to yeah. my wish list actually right now. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's fun. It's and it's and it's pretty quick. Um, the goal is to make it as many nights as possible. Um, the my highest I think is forty or forty one. I know Megan got to above fifty. Um, but yeah, it's a super fun, just simple game. Um, another game I played, uh, was, uh, Splatoon 2. Um, so I bought Splatoon 2, uh, kind of late last year, I think. It was on sale. I was like, I played the demo of the first one and didn't really get into it, but I'll give it another shot. It's on sale, might as well. Um, so, I put a decent chunk of time into Splatoon 2. It's just... It's the perfect kind of multiplayer game where there's a lot of upgrades and a lot of depth if you want there to be, or you can just play the game very casually and still have just as much fun, and it's super pick-up-and-play. Like, matches last, like, three to five minutes or whatever the timer is. So you can go on, play a bunch of matches, get some XP, uh, buy some new weapons... Buy some new shoes or shirts that have abilities, like passive abilities, that help you throughout the match. Like, there's a lot to that game, and I do have a lot of fun with it, actually. Um, it's, again, for those who don't know, the main goal of the primary multiplayer mode, Turf War, is not necessarily to kill the other members of the team, or kill the enemy team, it's 4v4, but it's to cover as much of the map in paint as you can and at the end of the match whichever team has covered a higher percentage wins the match gets experience and rinse and repeat so it's a really fun multiplayer game um that has a lot of legs and the developer has done a great job um supporting um with free content going back to the first game on wii u that's awesome yeah it's it's just super good super good um and then I'll talk about this one, and then we'll switch back to you for Days Gone, and then I'll tackle my last two because they're kind of together. Um, so Dauntless came out. Oh, okay. We can both talk about this a little bit. Yeah. So Dauntless is uh, made history. It's the first crossplay game between PS4, Xbox, and PC at launch. At launch. Um, you have to imagine they're is... going to make a Switch version at some point. I feel like Dauntless could run on a Switch. I, th- I think I heard a rumor. Like about- you could you know, totally run you know it at thirty that? FPS. Where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip Mewson's YouTube channel. I didn't actually watch the video, but I saw the headline: "Dauntless coming to Switch." It's probably reliable. You probably got it from somebody else. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Somebody else's source. <laughs> and he just. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Do not cite Philip Mewson for anything ever again on this website or you're fired. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I was looking to see if there's any actual, like, actual things about it. Oh, my um, God. 
so apparently mobile and Switch versions are on the way. There we go. According to VGR.com. Um, now you can play Dauntless so, Well, oh, once dude, that comes that sounds, out. That, that sounds great. Yeah, and I think it's still going to be cross-play with mobile. Yeah. I think that was one of the yeah. things, too. Yeah, so... um fun. Yeah, so I don't... I've never been able to get into Monster Hunter. I've tried a few times. Can't do it. This is like Monster Hunter Lite. Yo, I, um, I'm not going to lie to you. I, love it. I bought that yeah. uh, that $5 pack that includes the 1,000 Platinum. I think we're going to buy the Battle Pass. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I already bought it. <laughs> With the 15 levels. What? I did it. I did it. Holy shit. It's, I had so much fun. I wasn't expecting to have fun with that game. Um, yeah, it's awesome. There's like six different weapon types. Um, there's the 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 loop is so good in that game where you go quick. kill a monster, you get materials, you go back to the town, you upgrade your weapons, you go back out, and it's this it's a it's a perfectly like it's a perfect loop. Games so oftentimes have trouble trying to nail that loop where one part of it feels dragged out. I just have fun playing, dude. It's so much fun. Like this, if I keep playing this, which I, I I'm going to make an effort to keep playing this. Uh, yeah, I, no, I like, bought the battle pass. Dude, the um, Thursday, like I could. Thursday, Friday, I will put down destiny for you. Uh, Sunday will be the day. Okay, I get out of work at five thirty. That's fine. Okay, we can play for a little yes. while after you're done. Um, but th- that is a game I could easily see, especially with. It's this isn't a knock against Dauntless, but especially with the kind of gaming year so far for me personally, easily in the top five. We um, we should go through after this podcast, and because I don't think you and I have talked about it recently, we should go through and take a look at our list because we've been. I think this is the year we've been the most active on like, pardon me, on like keeping up with like game of the year stuff. I haven't. I've barely played any twenty. No, I know, but like. You, you've at least been on the list, you know? So oh, it's like yeah, we, we've yeah. been... Because we didn't wait until like June to start it <laughs> this year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe because we weren't um, playing as many games. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, it's just... We played that game for probably three hours-ish. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just so much fun. It's like... It's how I wanted Monster Hunter to always be. Um, loving the Warpike personally my weapon of choice um but yeah obviously chris we had a four-man team and we're just we were just going and and i feel like we were all enjoying it quite a bit yeah no it was great i i'd like even um uber he's he's one of the guys we play with we talked about uber on the podcast they'll they'll vaguely know who he is when i asked him to play he was like i guess you know which means like he didn't really want to but he did it because friendship time uh, but he told yeah. me afterward he had a great time. He said like he would definitely play that game again. Yeah, it's just the weapon variety is really good. The weapons all feel very distinct from each other. Um, the art style I really like. Um, it's not hyper detailed. It's kind of uh, it reminds me of like a slightly higher definition version, not slightly, but like a more detailed version of Ashen. It's the Fortnite of Monster Hunters, and I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's just, all the monsters have different elemental uh, affinities, and you craft armor that kind of go back and forth, and you switch in, switch in and out. Mmm, yeah, yeah, mmm, yeah. 
Rob- any anything anything else to say about that? I, uh, I did it on purpose. You're welcome. Um, oh, were you, were you actually reading? Did you, yes. Okay. Uh, Just so everybody's aware, we are actually uh, we're going to try and do this every week going forward. Uh, we did it for a while. We got away from it, but we're going to come back to it. Uh, we are live twitch.tv slash nightmare CV. Um, if you guys want to be here, normally the podcast will be recorded on a Thursday. We are recording on a special day this week, but going forward, they will be on Thursday evenings. And if you guys want to be there, ask questions, things like that. Everybody out in the chat, they're, they're, they're starting to, you know, get a little, you know, restless. They want to get involved. Um, you know, feel free to ask questions in the chat. If you want to get involved. Just, just be here on uh, Thursday evenings, uh, twitch.tv slash CV. Ask your questions, make comments, you know, recommend some games, things like that. We want to do the same thing eventually for the book club, which would be real yeah. fun. Um, oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, dude, Dauntless, 100% agree with everything you said about Dauntless. I, I didn't think I would like Dauntless as much as I did. Like, the, yeah. my first run, I was just like... Oh, that's it? Like, because we finished it really quick. But, like, I like that they kind of, like, the bosses get more mechanically intensive. And, like, it's just, like, at first it's easy, but then it starts to really push you. And, like, it's just really satisfying. Then you go back, you upgrade, and you're like, yo, I'm way stronger now. I I would totally destroy that thing we just fought. And then you go back, you fight some of the things you fought before, and you just steamroll them. Yeah. And it's real um, fun. It's free to play. That's the best part, um, which really. Is, yeah. Which is huge. Um, it also, when you do go out on hunts, uh, if you don't have a party, you will be match made. Uh, parties of four. You can also do a private game if you are daring and you decide, hey, you know what? I want to go alone. You can do and that. And want to take four times as long to beat a boss. I it's, don't envy you, but you know what? It, it, listen, people you you. People have like soloed the raids in Destiny, okay? Like, yeah. You, who you, am you know, I whatever, to judge? Whatever makes you happy. That's all I have yeah. to say. Um, but I'm, yes, Dauntless is awesome. Um, I'm very excited to play some more of that game. The only reason I did not play it again this past weekend, like I was planning on, was because of one of the other, my last two games. Um, you want to just talk about I those real quick? About. Sure. Just get right into um, So I started playing Final Fantasy IX earlier this year and kind of dropped it for whatever reason. Because um, you were then, really high on that game when you were talking about uh, it. Yeah, I was, and uh, I, d- I don't know why I fell off of it. Um, and then I did get Final Fantasy XII of the Zodiac Age, and I've probably put, in, like, 20 hours into that game, and I'm loving Final Fantasy XII. Um, I played it when it first came out in 2006. So did I. Didn't like it, uh, mostly because of the combat, um, which was very MMO-esque with auto attacks, that sort of thing. Um, so I put it down. Uh, years later, I played Xenoblade Chronicles, and I was like, I love this game. I should go back to play Final Fantasy XII. Um, and it just took until the Zodiac Age was released on Switch for me to do it. And I'm loving it. See, I messed um, up. I played White Knight Chronicles. I played the wrong Chronicles to make me want to go oh, back yeah. to, to Final Fantasy XII. That's, that's a different Because I played yeah, White Knight Chronicles. And it was really cool when you turned into the big White Knight. Uh, but otherwise, that game was just super mediocre. And then yeah, trying to convince game. myself I liked it more than I thought, I bought the sequel. Why'd you do that? I'm dumb. For the sequel's even I'm worse. I'm dumb, Ross. And I make a lot of dumb decisions with my money in the name of video games. Yeah. Um, anyway. PS3 was a dark time for everyone. <laughs> anyway. 
so 12 was great but uh then i was like i should really get back to nine because i looked at a like i looked at a walkthrough uh and the, ta- the table of contents of a walkthrough just to see like where i was and i'm like come on ross you're like you're over halfway you're almost three quarters of the way through the game just just play it you should start it up again you should do the uh, strategy guide uh that'll tell you to always go to play online <laughs> Yeah. You was the worst strategy guide ever made. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> um, so, so then I just started playing nine again, and I've been alternating ever since. Um, I am at the end of the game for Final Fantasy nine. I'm on the last couple of bosses. Um, I was cruising along, and then once I got to the final couple of bosses, I hit a wall so intense that Donald Trump would have wet dreams about Ooh. it. Man. It just socked me in the jaw. So now I've been just grinding and grinding and grinding. So I'm going to continue to do that. I really want to beat the game by the end of this week. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy IX, like, obviously I'm in the moment playing it and all of that jazz. Um, but with how much I've enjoyed it, it's probably up there for probably top two final fantasy games for me really yeah okay i'm really really liking it um so so we have to play eight Um, we need to start that playthrough at some point i because like dude as much as i shit on the mechanics of that game final fantasy eight's Mm. a really cool game yeah like so i've heard i i I probably say more mean things about that game than nice things but it's still my Mm -hmm. second favorite final fantasy game of all time after seven yeah (laughs) <laughs> and it's like that's the game that like when I want to play like Final Fantasy but like you know I've already played 7 8 is always the choice it's just like yeah. I always have a save file of Final Fantasy 8 somewhere you never beat it right no it's my fault but like I got to the very end I know what happens at the end I got to the very end like to the final boss area but I messed up in the order I unlocked things uh, but I know what happens. I I, gotcha. I have gotten far enough where I consider that game well, pretty much beat. Yeah, I was at the enough. last part. Same thing happened to me in Final Fantasy IX, though, and it's because my disc broke. Uh, I got I was on the third of four final bosses, and yeah. I got stuck in an infinite loop, and my disc wouldn't read. Good. I would have beaten um, that game too, but my disc wouldn't read, and I do I still wait? Do I still have that save file? Yo, hold on. I could go back and finish Final Fantasy IX. I think I still have that save file. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the possibilities it's, are endless. The possibilities. Um, but yeah, I'm in a super Final Fantasy mood. Um, once I beat nine, it's going to be full steam ahead on 12 because I know 12 is longer. I'm not doing a bunch of the side stuff. Just, just generally the way I play JRPGs is I'm interested in the story. You mainline the um, story? I pretty much mainline the story, which is one of the probably one of the reasons why I've hit this wall. Um, but so I yeah. think for Final um, Fantasy, I think for every ten hours of play, you should do one hour of grinding. Mm-hmm. Like just because that will keep you. An hour of grinding will usually get you two to three levels, depending on where you're grinding. Like, the moment mm. you hit a zone where you're like, yo, these enemies are actually, like, kind of slowing me down. Or if, like, you notice you're getting a bunch of XP, stop, grind for an hour. Yeah. That's, like, yeah, that's so- my strategy. Like, I have points. Like, when I play Final Fantasy VII, uh, like, I grind in the opening area until I hit a certain level. 
Then I go through pretty much all of Midgar. Then I get out. I go to... Um, I Like, pretty much, you can level from there. But once I get to Juno, you know, the place with, like, the cannon and we took the boat? I go yeah. in the underground area there and turn on the alarm and I just run around in circles for, like, an hour and grind. And I yeah. get to, like, level 40 on disc one. Yeah. I Believe me, I know. I was there. Yeah. Um... Um, oh no you should see how i grind when you're not there that's grinding um now that's pot racing (laughs) um there was one time hold on but i don't think i ever told you this uh there was one point the first time i played it through to completion i don't remember why it happened i don't remember if i was stuck i think like it was an area that i couldn't figure out how to get out or to progress because i couldn't see the way because i turned off the arrows and I never thought to turn them back on. So I was stuck in the Forgotten City on disc two. So I went from level 30-something to level 70-something on those Jesus. enemies just running around because I didn't know what else to do. So I be- okay. I, I got to like the end of disc two at like level almost 80, and I was just so overpowered. Like the game couldn't keep up. It was amazing. We'll level up. How? By slaying boars. It wasn't quite boars, but like, <laughs> it, it was definitely like too much. It was definitely too yeah. much time there. Well, if you're in the end game of Final Fantasy IX, best place to grind outside of, I'm going to mispronounce it, it's something along the lines of Gizmaluk, um, fight Grand Dragons. Um, so, right now it's a little different because of the method of grinding. So, I'm using uh, Quina. Uh, because he, she has level five death. And we, we which... forget that, um, you know, in, in the, what was that game? 2000 back uh, 99, 99 in 1999, final fantasy had a, a gender ambiguous character. Yeah. Yeah. Final fantasy and has been highly progressive. Yeah. Talk about a character who I hated at first, who I now love. Um, but so, yes, yeah, I, that is a redeemable Kate Sith. Like, I mean, Kate said this great character not, on his own. But you not. use level 5 death on Grand Dragons, and you get 8,800 experience every single time. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I've been getting, uh, working on equipment to uh, get auto-haste on all my party, that Ooh, sort of stuff. So is real good. Yeah, so I have auto-regen, auto-life, auto-haste. Um, but my main party is Don, um, Garnet, um, and then... Uh, Amarant, because I have his ultimate weapon, and I don't want to go through the trouble of getting Steiners. Yeah, I um, used him. I, I can't remember my party. I think it was Zidane, Freya, Garnet, and... Yeah, I don't remember how to say his name, but it was him. Yeah, yeah. So my party is... is Yeah, my main party that I'm going to take to the end of the game is uh, Zidane, Garnet, um, Freya, and Amarant. Um, just because... It's just a hard-hitting party, and I like... Call me what you will. I like having a healer. No, I I, um, I always have a healer. So, and I like... And I don't like Aiko that much. Um, just in general. She's my Kate Sith in this game. Um, but, but yeah. So, I'm loving 9. I'm, I want to finish it. Then it's full steam ahead on 12. Then once I'm done with 12, um, I want to play 10 again. Because 10 was the first one. I beat, and I think, and you always have, like, your first Final Fantasy, like, bias syndrome. Like, I think that's true of a lot of players with the, with the franchise. It's true of a lot of games. Yeah, it's true for a lot of games. Um, for me, that story, yes, the voice acting in places is not good, 
people forget the laughing scene is like 30 seconds out of a 60 hour game and for me that story is one of the most emotional stories that i've come across in a video game ever um and i just think it's the absolute perfect turn-based battle system that's ever been created which one um, for final fantasy 9 for final fantasy 10 oh, for final fantasy 10 okay yeah sorry yeah 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 so final fantasy 10 was good about that yes i i i would i would agree with you know you can set the other final fantasies to do that in the settings because you can change the active battle time well yeah, to you, you stop it to wait yeah and then yeah, that's no, final but that's fantasy not... 10 no final fantasy 10 you can switch out party oh okay yes battle. but no I'm, okay yes 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 you're right you're right uh, yeah and you and yeah that's that's the main thing. It's just so fluid. I like it a lot. Do you know, I think in Final um, Fantasy Nine, I'm almost positive it's Final Fantasy Nine. You can, I think, assign yes, you can assign the second controller to party members for battle. Oh, so you can play like co-op party. Basically, yes, you can, you can assign other fun. people to be those characters. Yo, do you want to be Final Fantasy Absolutely. <laughs> and then we'll each have our own character. Wait, didn't we do this? We did this for something, didn't we? Where, like, we had our own characters for something? Maybe. I feel like this is something what, we did before. Where we controlled specific what imme- characters. What immediately comes to mind for me is um, on GameCube, Lord of the Rings, The Third Age, which was a turn-based RPG where you could definitely plug in a second controller and just play as one of the three characters in a turn-based battle. Yeah. <laughs> But you know it was fun. Yeah, no, it's um, weird. Like we should totally do that though. I remember yeah, I tried but, um, it and I didn't have a second controller hooked up, so like I got to them mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So right now, um, like Zidane and Garnet, I think are like level sixty one, sixty two, and then Amaran I hadn't used for a while, so it's taken a while to grind him up. Um, I think he's but, a cool character. Yeah, I think he's he doesn't get enough backstory for me personally. I agree. I agree with that, but I think he's cool. I, I think he's super cool. So um so yeah, so the plan is 9, finish that, then 12, then 10. I remember when I was a kid, it, hold on, you'll appreciate this. So with with Amaranth, uh I I used to you know how sometimes you look at something and you just see it wrong and you can never unsee yes. it? Oh, okay. Every every time I see him. Yeah. Does he look like a chicken? A little yeah. bit. Yeah. That was how I saw him all the time. Like, you know, in Final Fantasy VII, you know how they have, like, the character screens? Uh, and, like, you mm-hmm. see their pictures? Yes. I thought Cloud had his arm over his head for years. But his hair is yeah. just really long. Yeah. I still, when I look at the picture of Amaran, I forget that that's his nose and chin. Yeah, that's his and beard. I just, and I think he's a chicken. Yeah. He has just the most glorious hair. I know. But he um, looks like a chicken. I'm so glad you feel... Yeah. Okay. I feel so much yeah. better about You're it now. You're not crazy. Um, but... <laughs> At some point, um, so 9, 12, um, 10. I'm not going to play 10, 2. I'll get to it someday. I feel like I've, we have. I've, I've I feel heard... like we would have to play that together because we would have to like shoot the shit over oh, the whole game. Be the best Yo, thing ever. Let's okay, Ross. Here's what we we're gonna do. Definitely do that we're too. Do eight, yeah. nine, ten, yep. ten, two. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna just keep going. Yep. Yep. And then that's it's, how I'm gonna I'll, beat all the thirteen games. I've only. I've I only beaten the first ones. I've beaten the first two. You've done so much um, more than I have. But um, I beat 15, so that counts. That's true. I still need to play 15. Yo, um, did they, no, they added comrades, not co-op. Because if they had co-op at 15, yeah. that'd be sick. Yeah, but um, eventually I am going to go back to 7. Hell and I yeah. think... And and I like I, I love playing... Like I think 
our times playing seven together or some of my favorite gaming memories we have. Um, but it's just, it's a very different experience when you play a game by yourself than when you're playing it with someone and like shooting the shit. I agree. Um, so I want to get that experience as well. I'll tell you what, that was, that was one of my favorite playthroughs of final fantasy seven, especially because like I didn't over level. You kind of kept me like from grinding super hardcore. Cause like the last time I played that game, I think I grinded to like level 97 or no, yeah. I grinded to the 80s, and then, like, I went and beat all the weapons and stuff, and I bred a gold chocobo, and the game was super easy. Uh, I didn't do mm. that with you. So we went into the boss, like, like high 50s, low 60s, and it was actually a challenge. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. And then the game froze. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. And, and then I remember we had cheeseburgers, <laughs> and I would just, I just, I was like, hey, I'm not doing that again. You get me back there. I'll do the fight. I'm going to eat this cheeseburger. Oh, right. Yeah, because I had to run it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It was... Oh, man. <laughs> that ending, though. So... We did have yeah. cheeseburgers. So, um, Those were good. They were good. Uh, so, I'm I'm hoping that at this E3, we'll get more announcements of Switch, uh, Final Fantasy games on Switchboards. I know the problem with 8. I know that they lost the code, <laughs> so they'd have to reverse engineer stuff. Um, which is expensive. They don't have to reverse engineer anything. Just remake it. Just make that the next Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Yep. Yep. Way less effort. Way cheaper. Way more worth it. Because um, then you could yeah, fix like, Final Fantasy VIII. I, I think there's there's been rumors going around for E3 of a 13 trilogy pack. <laughs> that's what we need. And that sounds like us. That's what yes, we need. You're that right. That is us. <laughs> See, everyone, like, I understand the criticisms. I sincerely do. I genuinely like Listen, 13. listen, for as much as I don't like it, I, it was, at a time, it was the second Final Fantasy game I ever truly finished. Jesus Christ, that's sad. <laughs> it was 7 and um, 13. It was, the, it was the game with Cloud and female Cloud. <laughs> it yep, was what Cloud yep. would look like in the Final Fantasy VII remake when he visits the Dawn. It's going to be lightning, and we're going to come full oh, circle. <laughs> Mark it down. Um, calling it here. Just um, use Lightning's yeah, model. It'd be so funny. <laughs> I, I genuinely like 13, and I did like 13 too, less than 13, but I still liked it. Um, and then I just, Lightning Returns terrifies me. You know, we're going to play them. Because we have I've, to. I'm just. Oh, you know what we need boy. to do is we need to just like. Play through all the Final Fantasies together? Yeah, no, but like, Thanks for we can't just do it in person. We have to just like. At a certain point, we have to just be like, hey, you know what? One of us is going to play this and, like, you know, we're going to make, like, joint decisions or something. Kind of like how we yeah. did our Madden franchise. Yeah, that was Because we could do... Isn't yeah. Final Fantasy IX on PS4? Oh, no, I can't. Because I can't share play and remote play to my PC to record it. Yeah, you'd have to play it on your TV? Well, no, 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 that's not the issue. The issue is... No, wait, I can do that. So I can remote play it on my PC and then share play it to you. Yo, and then I when will... the share play ends, we take a break and then we pick up where we left off. Yo, I will play Final Fantasy IX again so fast it'll make your head spin. I don't think we can do that with... Eight, eight's not on PS4. Eight's not, eight's not on anything except PC and PlayStation 1. Hmm. If only you had a fat PS3 that was backwards compatible. I have the digital version on PS3. Oh yeah, that should work. 
I think that will be a fun long-term project for us to beat all of the mainline Final Fantasy games I agree. I think, like, we should dedicate one night a week to play. Yeah. We, like, just like, just like we do the podcast, we could do it on, like, a Friday night and just be like, yo, this is Final Fantasy night. It's, it's Final Fantasy night in America. In, in college, I put about five hours into the very first game. It's rough going back. Yo, Zane loved that game. He was playing that on the flight to your wedding. Yeah. He just had them all on a tablet and he was just playing the old Final Fantasy games. I played like eight hours of Final Fantasy VIII on Vita and then I stopped because I didn't want to keep playing it on my Vita. I did the same thing. man, I was having a lot of fun. Yeah, I got to like disc two on the Vita. I did not get that far, but I was having fun. Um, Man. I just need to figure out an easy way for you, like, the thing would be, you could watch my stream, and then I could play it. We just wouldn't be able to pass the controller, but, like, is it the same if we can't pass the controller? I feel like that's a key part of it, because then it's just one of us playing Okay, so we can't do Final Fantasy VIII that way, but we can do nine. Mm. Okay. And then... Because I can give you remote play control. So you could take the controller right. for an hour. And then I man chat, and then you man chat. And we would just be in the comfort of our own homes. Do you have to have PlayStation Plus to I'll do that? I'll have to renew my PlayStation Plus. <laughs> it's a sad yeah. day. The things I do. I'm sorry. sorry. The things I'm I do. sorry for your loss Twitch. of $60. <laughs> well, if the rumors are true, and there's a Final Fantasy VII remake demo at E3 that's going to go for PlayStation Dude. Plus, I'm going to need it anyway. God. Dude, just imagine. If if it plays like Crisis Core, I'm in. If it plays like it looks, I'm God. in. God, I want I want to remake a Crisis Core, but they can't release it anywhere else because they modeled Genesis off a Japanese pop star, and that likeness is ruining everything. Yeah. Is ruining one of the best Final Fantasy games ever. Underappreciated. God, I, I love that game so much. I, I still have and, it, I think. I, I have it still. For the record, for everyone listening, that I played that way before I played Final Fantasy VII, and that made me way more interested in Final Fantasy VII than and I, I made was sure before. he saw all the Zack stuff in Final Fantasy VII. Oh God! If you haven't played Crisis Core, it's God, just worth it. So good. Oh man. Okay, I hate to derail all the Final Fantasy talk, but um, yeah, no, I, I want to talk a it. little bit about Days Gone. Yeah, especially since we're we've been going for a yeah. while. Um, yeah, you know, Days Gone is really good. My only two complaints about this game so far is I'm constantly being stalked by wolves because wherever I go, wolves will show up. Yesterday, three showed up. I was fighting the three. Two more showed up. I killed the two and two more showed up. There's just wolves. Every, like I constantly, I just hear in the background and I'm like, fuck, the wolves are back. There's always wolves. I clear out a camp, wolves show up. Fighting a bunch of freakers, wolves show up. And that and the big freakers, you know, it, it, I'm at the point in the game where it's like escalating the freakers. It's like, oh, these guys are big and strong. And it's just like, I just dodge around and shoot them with a shotgun. And like, that part's okay. But like, you know, it, it's it's kind of unfortunately falling into some of those weird tropes where it's like awkwardly using wolves that randomly show up to constantly keep me engaged with combat. It's it's not as bad yeah. as I make it sound, but it, it's 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 enough that like I'm it's, like here come the wolves. 
Yeah, it's enough that it's definitely... I, I literally sit there and I'm like, boy, it'd be a shame if some wolves showed up. <laughs> God damn it. Um, And then the big guys, I had to fight three of them yesterday at the same time because, like, I was at this camp and I say this is annoying, but it's like, I get it. And so I, I'm at this camp, okay? And they have these speakers. So I'm trying to turn on this Nero camp. It's like, it used to be like a refugee camp thing. So they had these speakers where they're like, oh, attention people, blah, blah, blah. And so there's a horde in the building nearby. And if they, if the speakers are playing too long, it's going to trigger the horde. They're going to come down on me and I'm, I'm going to instantly die because we're talking hundreds of freakers. So I think I get all the things I turn it on. There's like three left and like shit. So I turn it off right away. A bunch of these big guys show up. They start fighting the smaller freakers, which is cool. These screamers show up and they scream and make freakers spawn behind rocks in front of me. Um, literally saw that happen yesterday. I watched them spawn in. That was funny. Um, and then I had to fight three of these big guys just like rolling around, pumping them with the shotgun, roll around, pump them with the shotgun. Um, I cleared the thing out, but like, man, it's not the gameplay. Like, the gameplay is very good in that game. I love riding that bike, man. That bike, like, the more I'm on it, the more I like it. It handles well. The upgrades, like, feel worthwhile. Like, I'm at the point where, like, for a while I was fast traveling whenever I could. But now, like, the more open that map gets. Like, the game, the early point, it's very small. It's contained. It's, like... You know, the game doesn't stop you from going other places, but it definitely, like, encourages you to kind of stay within the confines of that initial territory. But as the map gets more and more open, like, I'm just, like, I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to memorize routes. I'm like, I know where I am. I know how to get to this place from here. Like, just riding this bike, dude. It's great. I could ride that bike all day. Like, I'm sitting here like, yo, are motorcycles this fun? Like, should I get a motorcycle? <laughs> like, this is awesome. Uh, like, Deacon is, like, a shockingly good character. The writing is, like, shockingly realistic. The way they react, like, I saw this scene last night, dude, where it was a flashback to his wedding. And, like, you know, they're exchanging vows and his wife says these sweet things. And she's like, oh, I guess we made everybody mad. And because nobody showed up for their wedding. And then the back, you see, like, a brother boozer. That's what they call him. He's just in the pews, like, feet up, lean back, hands behind his head. Just, like, chilling in the background. The priest is, like, nervous because these two biker guys are here. And it's like, why are there two biker guys and this lady? I don't understand. But he's just sitting in the back, like, what's up? <laughs> And, like, it was really funny. And, like, they start kissing. You know, so you may kiss the bride. And, like, they just start kind of making out. And Boozer says something. And he just leans back, points to Boozer, says, Get a room! And just starts kissing her again. Um, <laughs> Boozer got drunk and wandered out of the camp. And, like, I call him. And he's like, Boozman, where are you? And he's like, Oh, hey, Deke. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm at the, 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 the farm. Yeah, the, the farm. And he starts singing Old MacDonald. And I get to the farm and he's like, Boozer, you said you're at the farm. You're not here. He's like, oh, oh, I meant the other farm. <laughs> he's just like stumbling around drunk to all these farms. And he's just like, oh, hey, Deke. What's going on, man? <laughs> like, it's it's really good. Like, the, just the way 
they talk in a very like human way in this game and like you know like there, there was this moment and it sounds like a small thing but like Deacon's talking to his friend and she's under this car and he says something she's like whoa whoa wait a minute and she slides herself out and instead of just laying there, she puts her, she holds her hand up. She's like, come on, help me. You know, and she just kind of casually like, come on, help me, you know, up. So he helps her up. And it's just like, it's like what you would do. You get out, it's like, come on, you know, you're holding your hand up. It's like, come on, just help me, you know? <laughs> so like, it, it's just like, they have this very natural way of like communicating. And it's like shockingly good for a game. I didn't expect to have this element to it. Like the human interaction in this game is really good. Um, Not every character is amazing, but you can kind of tell who the important characters are, and they're voiced really mm-hmm. well. They, you know, the acting's really good. Um, oh God, you, there's one part I won't tell you what happens, but like it. Oh God, there's so many puns. It's great. All right, I have to tell you. So at oh, one God. point, Boozer, uh, unfortunately, he loses his arm, and they have to take his arm off. So like you see him, and he's like. He's like, hey, Deke, could you lend me a hand? (laughs) (laughs) And he just keeps going to the point where the doctor is like, enough out of you. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And like the the gameplay, the shooting is good. I got like really good guns now. The shooting feels good. Um, The melee combat is totally fine. Uh, like, I haven't fought any, like, you know, massive, massive hordes yet, but, like, I can't tell you how many times I'm just riding in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden, I just see a horde, like, not, like, pop up, but it's, like, I'm riding, I'm riding, and then in my headlights, there's just a horde that I didn't see, and then it's just, like, a hundred freakers just sitting there, and they all turn on my bike, and they're like, oh, hey, and I'm like, no, please, and just, like, book it out of there, like, there's, there's all, bless you. There is so much stuff going on. Bless you. Thank you. It's it's a really good game, and you should totally check it out. I'm telling you, I I genuinely think you would like this game. It, yeah. It's it's a little rough at the start, but it really comes into its own like quickly, and then it's just like I'm literally every time something pops up, this camp needs something. This camp needs something. It doesn't feel like it. It, it is busy work. But, like, I'm going around and doing things. I'm constantly doing something in this game, you know? I'm not just aimlessly running around like, I guess I'm going to go collect a bunch of bounties because I have nothing else to do right now. It's like, no, there is constantly... I leave one camp to go do a thing at another camp. They're like, hey, Deke, stop by the camp when you have a chance. You know, Boozer needs something. Or like, hey, Deke, you know, we need to, you know, we need to talk. I got a bounty for you. And it's like, okay, so there's just always something going on. And then you're constantly just progressing these camps to get more upgrades for your bike, for your guns, you know, things like that. Credits for camps so you can actually buy things. It's a really good game. I'm having a great time with it. It might be the best game I've played so far this year. Nice. Yeah, keep an eye if it goes on sale. Like, dude, like, 100% you should play this game. I'll I'll let you borrow mine if you want, like... Once I'm done with it, because, like, you should totally mm. play this game. Day, Days yeah. Gone, this is when, remember when they showed it that first E3 and we recorded the podcast? I said, hey, you know what? I actually think this game looks cool. You remember, mm-hmm. I said that. This game is exactly what I yeah. hoped it would be. 
It, it was it was yeah. a showpiece with the Freakers, but the more and more they showed this game, the more and more it was like, yo, this is not the game everybody thinks it is, and it is not the game anyone thinks it is. This game is deep, it's likable, it's definitely pushing the limits of the PlayStation 4, because yesterday I was playing for like seven hours, and I was getting some bad frame rate problems. Yeah. Uh, so either my <laughs> either like this thing's trying to kill my PS4, or my PS4 is begging for mercy. But, um, dude, like, this is a game that I just sit here and I'm like, imagine what they could do with a sequel. And they address the prop, excuse me, they address the problems that this game has and just kind of, you know, just tuck a few more, you know, neaten out a couple things here and there. Like, you could just, like, this game as a sequel could be astounding. Like, this, like, Days Gone is like, this generation's infamous, it's just, like, kind of out of nowhere and, like, totally awesome. Like, this, you know, dude, this is proof that Sony's teams, like, totally have a future beyond their existing franchises. Like, so everybody at Sony right now is making great games. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't listen to the review scores. Don't listen to the negativity. Days Gone is fantastic. It, it is It is just as deserving of being up there in the conversation with the likes of Uncharted and things like that. Fantastic. Cannot say enough good things about this game. I love <laughs> playing it. I'm actually upset that the Destiny content is coming out this week because I wish I had more time to play Days Gone. Hey, you don't have to play I Destiny. I have to play Destiny. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> don't say things we can't take back. Have free will. No, you they dropped the raid trailer today. <laughs> Ross, I gotta. I gotta go to the menagerie. <laughs> I've already got my bounties ready. I'm gonna cash them all in when the when the new thing starts tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it starts as I need to be at work. <sighs> I'm so frustrated. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Wake oh. up Wednesday morning, play Destiny, go to work, come home Wednesday night, play Destiny. <laughs> Until Thursday, then I play Destiny, then I play Journey, then I play more Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, yo, day's gone. Seriously, it it is it, the polar opposite of my conversation about Wargroove. Like this game is like, man, it is the game I needed at the time I needed it. Um, so dude, yeah, it's safe to say probably that you've kind of fallen away from Call of Duty, right? We're gonna transition here to a little bit of this news, okay? Sure. You you've yes. fallen off of Call of Duty, okay? Um, the last one I played oh, seriously oh, I'm sorry. was. Wait, Go ahead. that you played seriously? Oh no, I thought you were talking about another game you played. I'm sorry. No, last Call of Duty I played seriously was Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare 2007. I have good news for you. Okay. 2008, maybe. Yeah, they're doing that again. They hmm, are rebooting they? Modern Warfare. Infinity Ward is doing. It sounds like. A God of War reboot. I. How do you dramatically change gameplay in a first person? No, they're not changing the gameplay, but they're changing the character and the story. So this game sounds like it's going to have a heavy emphasis on the story. Uh, and there's a reason I'm coming to this. But first off, they confirmed it will be 
so this is from Infinity Ward. Uh, first, the team plans for Modern Warfare to be played together across PC and console through co- crossplay support. Also, the team is eliminating the traditional season pass so that they can deliver more free maps and content as well as post-launch events to all players. That is already the most exciting thing to happen to Call of Duty in probably 10 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't care. But, but yes. now here's the thing. Uh, so that's happening, but there's some more talk. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare's campaign will feed directly into its co-op mode. So apparently the campaign ends, co-op begins. So there's going to be this whole dedicated co-op mode that continues the story of the game, apparently. Which sounds cool to me. I'm more, I'm more That's interested. what I'm saying. Like, that could yeah. actually be really cool if this is a well-thought-out... Um, if this is a more well-thought-out co-op experience... Like, dude, Tony and I freaking played... In Modern Warfare 2, um, they had the... Yes, we played all of those yeah. on Legendary. We beat them all. It was one of the most, it was some of the most frustrating times, but also the most fun I ever had with Call of Duty. Hands down, playing those with Tony was the best, that was the highlight of Call of Duty for me. Nothing will ever be better than that. If this can even come close, I'm all for it. I rebought yeah. that game at one point just to try and convince him to play it with me again. Just to do that stuff. Um, hmm. But I don't know. What do you what What are your thoughts on that? Like hearing that now and understanding all that, and the fact that you know you don't have to buy Call of Duty on PC. We can play together regardless. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm more interested in it than I was before, and um, the fact that it sounds like they're not doing the zombies. Movie, no, they are not doing zombies, which hopefully means more focus and attention on this campaign and co-op mode. Um, I'm definitely more interested than I was. When they first announced it, for sure. Or when I first saw the news. Callicide has a quick question in the chat. Um, There's not a lot of details. He asks, so will there be two different stories? One for the single player and one for the co-op. From what it sounds like, the co-op is a direct continuation of the single player campaign. So it's... What I imagine in my head is that the single player campaign ends with whatever character you're playing as. Probably Price, based on the trailers and stuff like that. And then you would pick up with a squad, you know, running a parallel type story, I would imagine, to to match the co-op. Probably like a four-player team. And then what would be cool is if they, like, continued to expand that over time. You know, do something kind of like zombies. Like, with that, like, like that developing, like, survival thing. But, like, maybe continue to add story elements to that. Maybe, like, a... Like, Dragon Age Inquisition had a cool thing for its multiplayer... Uh, where it was kind of like the Mass Effect 3 type experience, but they took place on larger maps, and it was like a developing story. So, like, you did things in an area, but then you moved to another area to do another thing. So it kept you mm. moving and progressing through stuff. I think that'd be really cool. I think that's that, that would be a cool way to handle that and a way to constantly be able to add to that experience, which 
The question is, do they lock out co-op until you finish the single player? So everyone has to finish the single player campaign before they jump into co-op. That's a good co-op. question. I could definitely see them not doing that and just being like, hey, if you haven't played the single player campaign, you should totally do that. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'll tell yeah, you what, when, when uh, October 25th, I believe, they... if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. yeah. um, I'll tell you what. I didn't buy Black Ops, and I didn't like the last Infinity War Jam, and I didn't like Call of Duty World War II. But you know what? I'm probably going to buy this year's Call of Duty. This is the first time in a while that I feel like I actually want to play a Call of Duty game. Like, I bought World War II, but it kind of felt like I have to see how it is. And, like, this this one feels like, yo, I genuinely want this game. Mm-hmm. That's so, I mean, if they can make a Call of Duty worth a damn again... Like, something that, like, moves the genre forward again, like Modern Warfare did. I feel like you don't put Modern Warfare on this unless all your cards are on the table, right? Like, you don't just do this without, like, thinking it through. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Ross, you want to pull up... Uh, I was thinking you might go for that. You want to talk about uh, some Avengers leaks? Yeah, I wasn't sure if you talked about it last no, week No, we didn't. Not. I would never talk about that without um, you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Um, so there have been some leaks uh, about Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics Avengers game, um, which has been confirmed that uh, the Square Enix press conference will be the official unveiling of the game. Um, and also some more details actually leaked out about the game itself. Um, it's uh, continuous... So it says continuous single player and cooperative gameplay. So what okay. does that mean? Diablo games as a service game. I'm not probably sure. games as a service. Um, assemble in teams up to four players. Um, customize your heroes. Combine powers, a la Crystal Chronicles. You know, who carries the um, chalice? Or I guess it would be the Infinity the Gauntlet. I'll carry uh, well, that's um, something everybody might want to carry. <laughs> oh well, they can. They can. It's just my world. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's it's interesting. I'm very excited to see what this is. Um, so yeah, it'll be a Square Enix press conference, which is June 10th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. June 10th is a Monday. Um, so I'll be watching that after I get home from the gym. Um, I'm not, I'm not going yeah, to watch any of these. I'm going to be too late for all of them. I just need to see the Halo Infinite trailer. That's all that really... You mean the gameplay that's reveal? All, that's all that matters. It's just yeah. Halo Infinite. You mean the, the, the best Halo game that's ever God, been made? God, I hope so. <laughs> um, I'm going to jump into one other Go thing. Go for it. Because um, it's, a, it's, it's a short one. Uh, Shenmue 3. Uh, it was originally slated to come out on August 27th. It was it's originally slated to come times. out, what, 2017? <laughs> yes. Um, it's been delayed multiple times. Um, it has now been pushed back to same year, November 19th, okay. August 27th. Um, the official uh, word from Yu Suzuki, the creator of Shenmue, who is obviously heading up this game, whilst almost ready, the game simply needs a little more refinement before being truly finished. We feel that the extra time we have will help us deliver the true Shenmue experience players around the world deserve. We thank you for your patience and understanding. I'm fine yeah. with it. Um, like, it, it's taken this long to get the game 
Just make it right. Yeah, the last thing you want just... is to wait this long and then be disappointed by the end result. I feel like yeah. taking so... more time. I feel like we, as like a gamer population, are more receptive to delays than we ever have been because we're tired of games coming out and being shit. Yep, I'd agree. And that's um... why EA isn't talking about Anthem at E3. Um, so yeah, Shenmue 3, push back a few months. Uh, I need to play 2. I haven't, I kickstarted this game back when it first came out. I'm getting the physical PS4 version. I just still haven't played 2 yet, and it's just there's other games I want to play first. So, we'll see what okay. happens. I'm gonna run down three quick things here, okay? We're gonna kind of go boom, no. boom, boom. You're familiar with Baldur's sure. Gate, right? And you're familiar with the work. We need to finish this, too. Uh, Divinity Original Sin. It's, it's You rage quit almost more than I did that No, game. but the new one's... No, wait, wait did, no? Divinity Original Sin 2, it was so difficult that we stopped. Yes, I know, but we need to try again. All right, okay. we need to try again, because that was fun. It was frustrating, yeah. but it was fun. Um, you're a skeleton, yes, man. Yes, I want to do that again. I want to be the skelly yeah. bro. Um... Fair, fair Rumors point thanks to a tease on the on Larian's website. Uh, there's a big three on their website, uh, and so a lot of people thought it was Divinity Original Sin three. However, some people have been snooping the HTML, and they found that it leads to a whole bunch of hints that they are developing Baldur's Gate three. Which, Baldur's Gate is one of the most well-respected and acclaimed uh, RPG franchises ever. And hasn't had a game since, like, 2001. That's exciting. So, like, I can't think of a better team. Like, there there was the team, you know, credit where credit is due. There was the team that was doing the remasters. um, uh, Beamdog. They were doing the remasters mm-hmm. for Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2. Uh, and they had, I remember they teased at one point that they wanted to make Baldur's Gate 3. And it sounded like they might be doing it. But it looks like they're handing it off to the the better known developer at this point for that type of game. Because Divinity is in many ways the spiritual successor. Like these current Divinity games are as close to a Baldur's Gate as we've had in decades you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that, and of course, you know, you have, um, Obsidian with, uh, uh, Pillars of Eternity. That was also, that was like real Baldur's Gate ass Baldur's Gate. That was actually a really good game. I like that game a lot. Dar- yeah, da- I think the second one is coming it's already out, out this year. Dar- uh, it might be coming to Switch yeah. this year. Yes, Dare I say it. I liked it a little more than Baldur's Gate? Um, Baldur's mm. Gate follows the D&D rules. Very hardcore. Um, mm. but yeah, that's like super exciting, especially if they're allowed to kind of blend their divinity style with the Baldur's Gate universe. That could be really exciting. Nice. Um, Hey Ross, remember how this year had like, you know, some okay games, but not a lot of games to kind of start the year. Yeah. yeah. So what if I told oh, yeah. you that in the first half of 2020, according to one Jason Schreier, we could be playing Cyberpunk 2077, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, George R.R. R. Martin's From Soft Game, 1 to 2 Ubisoft AAA games, and Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1. 
Um, I'd say 50% of those games are going to be delayed. Uh, well, one Jason Schreier believes that, yes, that will happen. And mm. normally I would agree with you, but this is Jason Schreier we're talking about. Man, I get it. It's, it's gold. Get it where your loyalties okay. lie. Yep, yeah, if we want to make it about that, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Finally, uh, I'm going to actually kind of double up on this one. First, uh, unrelated to this exact tweet, uh, Game Pass is coming to PC in, a fi- in an official capacity. So mm-hmm. they are going to curate a catalog of PC games for a PC Game Pass. The one thing they haven't told us yet is if I have to pay more money for that or if it's included with Xbox Game Pass because that's that's, cause that's the smart way to do it is just give it to me because I already pay for Game Pass and I already get PC games from Game Pass. I feel like it It has be to be because anything else is just stupid. Yeah, that's that's some Xbox One launch Yeah, Microsoft. no, that's we're not talking Don Matrick here. We're not no, we're not talking about, about the Don, Don Metrics. Um Phil Spencer tweeted um, the other day on yeah. the 30th, just finishing our final E3 rehearsal here with the team in Redmond. Feel really good about the briefing. Lots to show. We have 14 Xbox Game Studios games in the show this year. More first-party games than we've ever had in the show. Fun times. All right. Gears. Probably Gears 5. That Gears strategy game. And probably Gears Funko Pop. Three. Okay. Uh, I don't know that they're going to do a Forza, honestly. I think it's a mistake to release a Forza right now. I think you let that sit and you use that as a launch title for the next Xbox. Yes, Xbox. for the next box. I hope that's the God, name of it. If only. Um, but no, I, I really don't think... I think if anything, you do another expansion for Horizon. You do a big, big expansion for Horizon. Okay. So... Wait, what? Forza Horizon. Oh. I was thinking Horizon No, Zero you make Dawn. a sequel yes. for that. Yes. Um, no, but yeah. Forza Horizon 4. You had me... Confer- I was like, did I say it wrong? <laughs> it's I, I get, I, it, I get it's it. late no, in No, you're mind. right. It's I'm much. sorry. <laughs> okay, so let's assume those three... Gears games, the strategy game, the 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 Gears Five, and then Funko. Um, you have a Forza expansion. You have Halo. You probably have Fable. Phantom Dust. Do you count yep. Ori as first party? Uh, I guess, and then definitely Brute Force Two. So, who of the developers they bought? Who could have a game ready? I can't think this deeply okay, right now. I don't bro. know. You're, you're Yo. going hard. You're going hard. This is a, a lead lead of the podcast type mental exercise. Well, it's okay. We have one more podcast before E3, I think. Wait, do we? It's when true. When does E3 start? Uh, nope, we don't. Shit. Well, we have to. We have this to make a, we, one. We should have We should have done this differently. Uh, I thought there was time. This, we should, we, should we have, have to do a, a pre-3 <laughs> podcast. It, it, I mean, like it, it has to be. It, it'll have to be Sunday. Because I'm out of town yes. Friday. Let's do right it Sunday. So Let's it do it Sunday. Sunday. Yep. We'll do the pre E3 podcast. Okay. I don't even. I'm going to look up when the press conference is. Well, a couple of them are Sunday. <laughs> so Bethesda, yes. I think it's Sunday night. I can watch that one. While you look um, that up yeah. on the topic. Yeah, first one. <laughs> first one is Saturday. Yeah, it's no, that's either. not a press conference. That's uh, just a bunch of videos. Uh, uh, Microsoft is Sunday at four. Wait, which one? 
Bethes- Wait, it's Sunday? Sunday, June 9th at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Eastern? Fuck, yes. I'm going to miss it. I work till 5.30. Um, then Bethesda, Bethesda at 8.30 p.m. Uh, Sunday. Okay, Revolver, so we're just going to do a regular Sunday. E3 podcast. We're not going to get a chance to speculate. Yep. Um. Wait, what? What is it? Okay. Um, so Google Stadia, yeah. um, uh, the price and launch info will be... So they're not having a uh, press conference, but they're having something similar to a N- Nintendo Direct called a Google Connect, which makes me hate myself. No, it's Stadia Connect, sorry. Um, it will air... Um, actually, it will air this Thursday. Wait, is today Tuesday? Today is Monday. Well, technically now it's Tuesday. Well, now we gave it away. Oh, that's why I was confused. We gave it away. Yep. Um, so... I know. Doesn't matter. I know it doesn't. Um, so the Stadia Connect conference will be Thursday, June 6th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube right in the middle of the workday. I'll be home for that, actually, um, because an hour oh, after that, Destiny reveals year three of Destiny 2, and I can't yeah. wait. Um, so for this, Google will has promised that the pricing uh, will be revealed along with the launch info and game announcements. Um and that's that. So we'll see more about that very shortly. Okay, hold on, real quick. I realize it's late for you. You're not thinking straight. You're killing I know. me, man. You're what do you think me. is a fair price point for that? Like a subscription Google Stadia. What would you be willing to pay? Um, I don't know if I'd be willing to pay anything. I still, I still don't know about Google Stadia, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like, the the thought of, it's still the thought, the, like, paranoid thought of me being like, I'm going to, like, I'm going to have all these games on this platform that could go away at any time. Y- yeah. I don't know. That makes me I know, me and that's, that's everybody's me... ruining it for me with that. <laughs> it's because, like, Google <laughs> shuts shit down all the time, and I'm like, I know, shut up. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, those games you love. Oh, you can't play them here anymore. Sorry. I mean, you would Bye. imagine if they were going to shut it down, they would have some kind of make good. You, you would They think. would probably have a good enough relationship. Talk to all of the Google yeah, Glass. Yeah, well, Google Glass is a different story. That was always for... Talk to all the They just Google made Plus a new Google Glass, okay? They literally have a new one, and it's out of the X division. It's out of the moonshot. It's real. It's Google now. They put their name on it. They're selling it. It's aimed at enterprise now. Let's speaking last new story. Of, of course this is the latest i've ever recorded a podcast and of course it's the longest podcast i know you know what we, we, we did the math the other day and uh your podcasts are mm. on average like much shorter than when you're not here <laughs> um god i can't even imagine I'm, last oh god, last one last was an hour and 53 minutes that we did yeah too much i don't know it was long. really good we had a lot to talk about there's something to, to be said for brevity uh, Watch Dogs Legion is, uh, according to one Jason Schreier, confirmed to be the name of the new Watch Dogs. It will take place in London, and apparently it will let you take control of any NPC you recruit. From the dis- from the product Weird. description, play as anyone. Every individual you meet in the open world has a full set of animations, voiceover, character traits, and visuals that are generated and guided by gameplay systems. 
Sounds too ambitious. Uh, from Jason Schreier. I've heard the same, uh, and also that you'll see different things at different points in the game depending which NPC you're playing as. In fact, from what I've heard, this system is so ambitious that it's been causing the developers a lot of headaches and may have led to at least one delay. More next week at E3. What a surprise. Yeah. Uh, oh, weird. The, like, mega ambitious feature has caused a delay. You know, somebody's got to push the envelope. Dude. What a... What a... Yeah. I don't know if that's the right studio to do it, but we'll see what happens. Hey, you know what? If anybody should do it, it's probably Ubisoft because they're not going to abandon it, you know? Because if, yeah. if, if anybody has been rumored to go games. into next gen. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's going to go to the next gen because yeah. they don't want to do a sequel. Yeah. If anyone's going to stick with a game, yeah. it's Ubisoft. It's true. All right, Ross, it's your bedtime. It's way past your bedtime, actually. It's about. It's almost I appreciate you being here bedtime. this late to do this, guys. He did this yeah. for you. Yeah. He did this for you because it was the I only did. day we could make it happen, and I didn't want to keep him up late the night before he needed to do something important. Yeah. So, so I, I also did this for him. <laughs> next time any of you complain, I'm looking at you, Uranium. <laughs> I don't care about you. Whoa! All right, we got to put Tired Ross to bed. Everybody, thank you for listening. If you were hanging out in chat, thank you for being here for the podcast. Um, if you're in the chat, stick around. We're going to play some more games. Uh, but everybody listening, thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the next one. Later.